Hello, hello, hello. Today is Wednesday, January 31st, 2024, episode number 499. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification button so you know when we go live. You're in the litter box with Jules and Cat Turd. Hey there, Cat. How are you? Hey, hey, hey. How goes it today? We're one oh, show away. One show from 500. <laughs> oh We're batting 500. Gosh. And that's something else. 500 shows. We started from zero. Nada. That's a, long, that's, that's, that's a lot of blah, 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 blah. It <laughs> sure a lot is. Of blabbing. <laughs> Bitching and moaning, crying. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh, a lot of therapy bills here. Um, no, it has been really something else. And it has just, I mean, seriously, I cannot thank you all enough for all of your support. You have been amazing. And we're here because of you. And we really appreciate that. I saw that you posted what happened to Twitch over there on your page. Yeah. That's that. funny, isn't it? Karma. Yeah, call us terrorists because we played a January 6th video. Oh my gosh. 35% of you gone and I don't care. I'm so tired of these left wing hack places. I hope they all go bankrupt. They deserve to. Well, I mean, these are the numbers that they don't want out there, but it is true. Twitch has laid off 35% of their workforce. Good. I hope they go under. I do, too. Spotify, don't care. 17% of their workforce. I mean, all of these different groups, Washington Compost, 10%, eBay, 9%, Business Insider, 8%, PayPal, 7 Charles Schwab, 6 UPS, 2 BlackRock, 3%. Yeah, too bad it ain't 300. I know, exactly. Well, it's coming. It's coming. But Twitch leads the way. They're at the highest. You've got Hasbro, you have Spotify underneath that. But at 35%, they take the number one spot. <laughs> you yeah. know, you can't help I but saw, enjoy I saw somebody's moments. conspiracy theory account today that said we were, me and you were black rock plants. <laughs> oh, we are, huh? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the and, and Tucker's the number one plant. And then they planned on me going on there. And then it was all a plan to. Uh, uh, oh, Tucker's you know, involved too. Oh, yeah. Me, you, <laughs> Tucker, everybody. <laughs> It's just, you know, I'm just like, like all these diagrams you throw in here. Like, these people are crazy. Oh, God. Well, see, that's the side. Here we go. Unfortunately, that is the side of the conspiracy theorist that actually give everybody a bad name because they try to connect stuff that's not even there. What was the point? Oh, yeah. I mean, what diagram was it? What, what were they pointing to? What, oh, yeah, they'll show a pit. Tucker? That's why? The, 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 yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't even know. I just blocked them. Oh, boy. I just saw it and I started laughing. I kind of started laughing. I was like, "Oh my god!" It's crazy. And then Black Rot, they had the air up to rumble, and then our advertisers and that proved that Tucker was all a you know planned out thing for the last year and all this stuff. Oh, this is fun, uh, isn't it? Fun when you actually start becoming the conspiracy. You've really made it, Cat. <laughs> Keep up. The I like the work. I like the ones that use codes. Is my, are my favorite. Like, oh, look at this picture of uh, this senator and their and, and the clock behind him is on three. Three times six is four, and that means they <laughs> devil worshippers. Right, the clock <laughs> struck twelve, and there yeah. you go. We have a brand new day. Imagine that—a brand new day. Okay, I mean, Start I could, all over I could again. sit here and do this all day long. 
It's insane. I know. Well, I mean, we we have for the first time we've gotten advertisers. Thank you, goodness, because let me tell yeah, you something. Yeah, we worked for free. We worked for, for years free for years, and so years. now I know. So now finally, and we've got great advertisers. Oh my gosh! I mean, I don't have to go to San Francisco the next time I need, you know, you know, any of these amoxicillin or anything else, which was the case during COVID. So the sponsors that we're getting are really, really great sponsors. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what kind of conspiracy they have going on over there. But in all honesty, I mean, this has been a really good thing for us. It's taken it's taken the oh, yeah, we worked pressure. hard for it. Well, and it's taken the pressure off of the, you know, the litter mates. They were the ones that were supporting us before. So I'm a Bond villain. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that something? Well, let's give them something to talk about. And we'll start out with that then. Let's go ahead and talk about our sponsor. I was just pulling them up. The Wellness Company. All right. So you can basically sum it all up to what happened in 2019, right? You remember event 201. And what happened just a couple of months later when COVID-19 started sweeping the headlines in January? Well, the WEF, they met on January 17th. And Disease X is now on the docket. The WEF's website states, with fresh new warnings about who right, the World Health Organization, that an unknown disease X could result in 20 times more fatalities than the coronavirus pandemic, what a no- what novel efforts are needed to prepare healthcare systems for the multiple challenges ahead. So they got us in 2020. They're not going to have any luck in 2024. I mean, they failed miserably when you start talking about what they were doing. It was on every single headline news. You were considered a grandma killer if you were not going to take the jab. You know, all of the different psyops that they pulled on us with all of that stuff. And and the things that we knew that were going to help us were almost impossible to get. So now all of a sudden, we've got a kit. We've got twc.health forward slash cat turd. That's right. You can save 10% off on this wellness kit at the checkout by using that code cat turd. And they have got all kinds of things here. I mean, they have got the amoxicillin, they've got the Z-Pack, the ivermectin. They also have a guidebook so you can use it safely. I mean, this is something that, you know, people were making appointments with alternative doctors in order to get a hold of this stuff back in the COVID days. It's good to have all this stuff on hand. So make sure, remember, it's only available in the USA. So everybody that's watching from Sweden, from Germany, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's uh, This kit is only available in the U.S. So you just head right on over there. That's www.twc.health. And you can put in the code CATTURD and you'll receive your discount. I really appreciate the fact that we not only have this for our cabinets, but also that they are supporting shows like ours because for the longest time we did not have any support when we were talking about COVID, when we were talking about stolen elections, when we were talking about all the different things that we were banned from every single platform, even gaming platforms. That's how bad this is, has been. We've been in the dark ages. It's just crazy. It's crazy. So we are part of a conspiracy. This actually makes me happy. I'm, I'm actually happy to hear that. I was wondering when we were going to pop up. You know, I was cued three times. I do have a story about that. 
when I got put on that hit list that I told you about, where my account has never been the same, mm-hmm. where I've been kicked off of every single social media platform, um, three times Q mentioned the 200 that were on that original list. Now, I'm not a follower of Q at all. I mean, I, I think those conspiracies are of the anons, I guess I should say. That is what I should be referring to, where they just keep digging, like you said. Okay, the, stru- the clock yeah. struck 12. But that happened. Me and neither. I don't follow any of that crap. I don't. I just take the news as it is. <laughs> I mean, it's complicated. Now, it, complicated. It, it comes down to this. You want to tell me something? Tell me something. You want to talk in riddles? Go talk in riddles over there. That's right. My dad always told me, uh, liars, the, you know, my dad always told me that the truth's really very simple and liars talk in riddles. It's so true. Speaking of liars, my goodness, aren't they coming out in strong form? All right, so we named today's show, just so everybody knows, um, about, we, we named it the Obama memo that may sink Jack Smith. Well, of course, Obama is at the very top of this whole thing. You know, you knew that all of this was going to come out. You have Trump, who was charged in federal court in Florida with 31 counts of willful willful retention of national defense information and six other process crimes stemming from his conversations with his lawyer, which is supposed to be absolutely 100% confidential, but not in America these days, no. Quite a completely different thing. So you have a secret Obama memo, the Presidential Information Technology Committee, PITC, regarding control of presidential records that could change everything in the DOJ's politicized prosecution of Trump. You have the memorandum establishing the Director of White House Information Technology and the Executive Committee for Presidential Information Technology. You have the 2000, in October of 2014, Russian hackers breached the Executive Office of the President, EOP's network, in response to President Obama creating the VIA Executive Action, PITC. It includes representatives of the Departments of Defense and Homeland Security, among others. So why is the committee relevant today? Well, first, the PITC created a presumption that the president controls all information that he receives. The PITC memo established in the president's executive control over information resources and systems they provided to the president so you got the memo that created the presumption that the information contained on information systems and resources was eop information because the memo relied on the federal records act definition of information system as resources organized for the use and disposition of information. The memo gives the president exclusive control over information he receives. This is relevant to what a president may reasonably believe about information given to him while in office. So then you have the second part of that. It's second and related if the information stored on the PITC network formed the basis for special counsel Jack Smith's prosecution of President Trump, that evidence should have been disclosed to the former president and may be relevant to his liability. So you have special counsel Jack Smith's indictment against former President Trump claims that Trump was not authorized to possess or retain classified documents. 
But Obama's PITC memo may have created a reasonable belief in President Trump that he, in fact, had such authority. Additionally, if the records Trump allegedly destroyed are still preserved within the EOP or the U.S. Department of Defense as part of PITC, Created Information Systems, then other claims in the indictment may be baseless, meaning there are copies of it. So what's the problem? So these are explosive findings. They're consistent with America First legals, and they're doing great work, by the way, white paper contending that the president of the United States has absolute authority over presidential papers. Neither Congress nor the federal courts may lawfully abrogate or limit this authority. So this is a big deal. This is a this is a this is a real big deal. They're just trying yeah, and the, to go after. And they got they got a decent judge for that case too. Thank goodness. For the papers for the document case in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? The thing about it is they're also crooked to the core that they have to throw us a bone every once in a while. And of all of these cases, my goodness, this one, you've got Pence who's holding his hand up. Oh, I have classified documents. Mm-hmm. Look over here. And then you've got yeah. Biden who's had them since 1974 in his garage. And, and he's not a president. He can't declassify anything. Exactly. Exactly. Or he wasn't when he had them. Well, spe- well, since we're in on the subject of conspiracy theories, my goodness, you, you threw me for a loop with that one. That one was just kind of fun because I, I honestly, we've never been a part of a conspiracy theory before. So, Oh, we- I have. I was James Woods for six oh, months. Oh, that's from right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's right. You were so cute, when Gat too. Stirred started getting popular, <laughs> uh, James Wood decided to get off. So they thought I was him. And I could not convince, no matter what I said, about 60% of the people, they thought I was James Woods for like eight months. They also thought you were president trump honestly cat i heard that a lot of people thought that you were president trump tweeting when he got when he lost his account <laughs> tweeting on his behalf i saw that once and i was like wow i wonder if cat knows that <laughs> i got some hilarious breaking news you're gonna get a kick out of this oh, one. fun game boy here we go <laughs> okay cat we, we found out who Biden just is going to replace special climate envoy uh, John Kerry with. Oh, no, no, no. You His not. replacement, John Podesta. Oh, no. Podesta the molester. Oh. Podesta the molester. That <laughs> uh, dude looks exactly like a lizard. Oh, my gosh. And talk about artwork. That's pretty bad. My goodness. John Podesta is going to weasel back in. Crawl <laughs> with his claws. Oh, uh. no. Okay, so this is the guy that basically did Hillary Clinton's acceptance speech. Basic, you know, I mean, when she couldn't come out, when she was defeated by President Trump, this was the guy that she pushed onto stage to say, oh, we're going to keep fighting when he won yeah. by an absolute landslide in 2016. Head of her He's campaign. also the one where all the, um, the leaked 
uh, WikiLeaks. Absolutely. Uh, that was isn't he the one that said Hillary smelled like cabbage and piss and something else? Boiled cabbage and yeah, and all urine and all that. Which really, I mean, you can look at her and, and, <laughs> and see that, can't you? <laughs> uh, all I know is the dude looks like a frog or a lizard. He is a lizard man. Yes, he is, and creepy as the day is long. He and his brother—they've been tied up in politics for quite some time. That's why they headed up her campaign. I mean, this is. This is the deep state at its finest and the tip of the spear. So that does not surprise me at all. They're going to bring all the creatures out of that lagoon. They are. So he will. I got a kick out of that. He will replace John Kerry. Isn't that oh, yeah. interesting? Replace <laughs> a worm with a worm. Worm well, with a frog. Well, all that tells me is that John Kerry has probably got himself in a hot mess with all of those donations and all that money going over there to Iran. You know, he's been a huge advocate of that whole thing. So they're taking him out of that scene. His his daughter married, over, you know, into somebody, a real big family over there. So there's a whole bunch of that going on, and I'm sure they're a little terrified. So let the investigations begin we're starting to figure out what's been going on with all this stuff and who all's involved, who's owned by whom. But there's another conspiracy out. And you brought it up yesterday, but I didn't really know what you were talking about. And it was about Jack Posobiec and CNN. You know, he they made a lot of the big influencers yesterday made the news. I mean, it was a complete psyop. CNN in full damage control after their latest, you know, being exposed. Seems like the whole Joe Rogan horse paste all over again. All right, we're just talking about ivermectin. You remember how they tried to slam him when he came out and said, yeah, I'm taking ivermectin, which we were all taking at the time. You know, yeah, everybody is, smart was doing that, and everybody dumb was taking the jab. Exactly right. Again, we can plug our sponsor. The wellness company has that for you in that medical kit. But this is what they are doing now. I don't know if anybody has seen this, but when I saw it, I went, oh, my gosh, this is great. Now, remember, they sped this up, so it's a little fast, so you're going to need to pay attention. Check it out. Have you heard the latest conspiracy theory making the rounds? Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, and the NFL and the Democratic Party are in cahoots to get Joe Biden reelected. But stay with me. Prominent right-wing figures are speculating that her relationship with Travis Kelsey is made up and that the Super Bowl will be rigged for Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs. And the end game is Swift endorsing Biden after the big games. Here are some of the messages, I'm trying not to laugh, uh, circulating on social media. Vivek Ramaswamy, I wonder who's going to win the Super Bowl next month. Podcast host Mike Crispy, the NFL is totally rigged for the Kansas City Chiefs. Taylor Swift. self-described Islamophobe who has been embraced and promoted by Trump. They are going to use Taylor Swift as the poster child for their pro-abortion GOTV campaign. Right-wing media personality Benny Johnson said Taylor Swift is an op. CNN's Oliver Darcy joins me to break all these very bogus claims down and we're going to highlight a couple of <laughs> bogus claims. Well, I can barely hear that for some reason. Oh, I think it's a low recording, but they did a whole thing and it didn't just end on CNN. I mean, they all started, you know how they love to repeat. And, and they don't the know lies. everybody's trolling them. They're trolling them. Oh, big time. Big time. But do you really believe that Taylor Swift just woke up one day, I mean, honestly, and said, okay, I'm going to be the determining factor of who wins the election, and I am going to throw all of my support behind Biden? No. Tell, I'm trying to tell everybody she's overexposed right now. Everybody's starting to hate her. Yeah. 
she just this you know just you just get tired of it like you got tired of uh um who was uh the harry harry's wife harry and megan and all that yeah, yeah. yeah just same thing i mean people get tired of just i don't want to see her no more i mean there's nothing i hate worse than bubblegum pop with huge stages and explosions and dancers and stuff i like music I like actual music. I don't like like fake the lip crap. syncing. Oh, you really? You're not into lip syncing uh, and all of those dance moves. That are, I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get, look at the Madonna. Look at what Madonna's doing. That's you know, <laughs> that's gonna be that's her scary. in thirty years. I mean, it just doesn't age well. Oh my gosh, it certainly does not. So all of a sudden, see now, how do you know that the lamestream media is being put out of business is when they start reporting on other accounts that are taking their business. So now they're trying to flip this the script. However, it's just going to make people more susceptible to going over and looking at accounts like Jack Posobiec, Laura Loomer was also mentioned, Benny Johnson was also mentioned, some of the others. I was waiting on your name to be dropped in here for sure. <laughs> I was just like, it's only oh, a matter hey, of time. I'm, dis I'm disappointed. <laughs> I know. But, but now that they're on that, I'm just going to say it over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is exactly. They don't understand how bad we control them. They don't get it. They don't understand how much bigger your reach is than theirs is. I mean, they're starting to understand it because their numbers are diving. See, they're trying to hold on to their seats right now. They're going to join that whole gang of the unemployment line, those figures like Twitch and some of the others, because they are losing. They are absolutely losing, and it's because they have lied to us over and over again. They have been nothing but spreading pure propaganda they never lost their accounts they never had to start all over again because the government was in cahoots with all these platforms that's what all of this is about they obeyed their masters and their overlords that's exactly what happened and then they lost the credibility that they may once have had with the public because look at what's happened all everything that we've been talking about has been proven to be true all of it every single bit of it will we get our followers back our accounts back our platforms back because we were right no they never go in reverse but that's okay we started our own we're doing fine we're doing fine and you know what better late than never and the when they took us off we never stopped we believed in what we were talking about and if that meant gaming platforms that meant gaming platforms <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So here we go. Another story. We've got Iran threatens to decisively respond to any U.S. strikes as Biden weighs retaliation for Jordan attack. So, of course, it's no surprise that you would mention that about John Kerry because they're having to start moving these positions around a little bit. So Iran has threatened to retaliate to any U.S. attack on the Islamic Republic after Joe Biden linked Tehran proxies to the death of three American soldiers in Jordan and vowed to respond. Now, what they're not telling you is, is whether it, they're blaming the Houthis, but everybody knows it's Hezbollah that has been behind all of this. Everybody knows that. I mean, that is an absolute fact. So you have Iran's ambassador to the United Nations. They warned that 
that his country would not back down from an attack amid reports that the U.S. is preparing retaliatory strikes in the Middle East over the deadly drone strike on Tower 22 over the weekend. Now, the fact that Oh, you know, that Biden, oh, Biden, I always want to call him that because that's really what it is. He has not come out and actually talked about the victims in this account of this attack is horrifying on so many levels. I mean, this guy is such a buffoon. They are hiding him from even mentioning anything of importance. You know, he's over there in Palestine, Palestine, Ohio. Today, a year later, <laughs> I mean, uh, he's Palestine. How so in he's, the world? Yeah, he's he, he he he. They're just like we're down in the polls. Let's go visit them. Oh my gosh! I thought and, and you know what they're going to do? They're not going to let them walk around because they're going to get booed at this point mm-hmm. if they walk around. They're going to have some staged fake citizens and oh, oh, a little fake stage little thing. All these fake signs, you don't fake the whole thing. It's all that they do. Everything they do staged. Oh, this is like the wildest thing ever. I thought it was a joke when I saw that. I mean, I was, I could, I didn't think it was real until I saw President Trump and what he said. <laughs> and then it was confirmation. Oh my gosh, he actually finally made it to Ohio after all of that. So with the world blowing up around us, with the Middle East on fire, Biden has finally decided to visit East Palestine, Ohio, a year late, and only to develop some political credibility because everything else he has done has been such a disaster. I know those great people. I was there when it counted, and his reception won't be a warm one. Worst president in history. I don't think anybody will argue with that. This guy is a buffoon. He's losing in all the swing states now. I mean, the whole thing with E. Jean Carroll, you even have Megyn Kelly who's saying, well, they just handed the election over to President Trump as a result of all of that. It shouldn't surprise anybody. I mean, the, yeah. that whole thing with E. Jean Carroll was so horrible. And those interviews that she gave afterwards, all right, now they weren't able to even present their case. Donald Trump wasn't even able to present his case. All of the evidence about the law and order, all of her different, all the different things that she would say on social media, her sex tips that she learned from her dog. I mean, President Trump was posting all this stuff. They're trying to put a gag order on him. They don't want the real truth to come out that this woman is an absolute lunatic. They wouldn't let him present a case. Where in the world did America not allow the defense to present their own case to defend themselves? Lunacy. Unbelievable. It is. So That's what they do now. They just they just go after him. They, you notice it's all civil stuff. Because mm-hmm. they can't get away with this in a criminal uh, 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 trial. can't think of the damn name of the trial. It's true. It's uh, true. And where they're located, too. I mean, look at where they're filing them in New York and Sleas. I mean, you have these you know, where you can have activist judges. You can have, you know, a very active, you know, activist jury. You know, exactly. And then you just don't let them present anything. Right. You just They go in there and they and they, you can't present anything. You can't even put a defense on and they can say anything they want. And it's just it's just a one sided kangaroo court. It's, it's it's bullshit. Oh boy. Well, I mean, it's going to backfire. It's backfired in the polls, and it's backfired in public opinion. And so you've got CNN and everybody else. They look like the buffoons that they are. 
And it's just really bad. So you have Megyn Kelly who's saying she thinks that E. Jean Carroll may have just handed the election to Trump. I'm sorry, uh, Megyn Kelly, but that happened a long time ago. (laughs) Have you been paying attention? Because he's been running away with this thing from the very beginning, since they stole the election from him. Let's be honest. When that happened, we never got over that. I mean, they actually stole an election. They were putting cardboard up so that people couldn't watch them count the votes. They suspended an election. Where in history would somebody stop the counting overnight so that they could yeah, They cheated like hell. We all know what they oh did. They gosh. brought in pre-filled out ballots in the middle of the night in the five swing states and the five hardcore leftist uh, districts or, or cities that they needed to do to get them over the line. We all know what they did. They cheated like hell. My gosh, absolutely. And you know what? I hate to say it, but I will never forget what Megyn Kelly did with President Trump either. I I am still not over the way she tried to entrap him in her gotcha interviews and all that stuff. I'm I'm just not into that. And I'm I'm sure she's great at what she does, but mm, that was it for me. I just went nope, no, 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 no. And so again, we're we're left here saying, okay, well, what was your first clue? I mean, was it when they stole the election uh, from all of us or what? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we've talked about these kind of people before. I mean, I just I don't care anything she says because I don't trust her because she was anti-Trump when it was popular to try to when Fox News wanted somebody to take down Trump, she just did it. Mm-hmm. And then she left Fox, and then she became this ridiculous whatever she was on NBC, and then basically become a left wing hack. And now that's over. She made and she's made a hundred million dollars on this stuff. And now she's running her podcast, and it's popular to support Trump again. And she's back on that train. So she's went to three different extremes over the last four or five years. And and that you you're not a genuine person. There's no consistency, and there's no trust there. None. They don't understand that. They really do not. I mean, she may have some fine talking points every once in a while, but don't we all have fine moments every once in a while? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I'll never hear them because I don't trust her now. I don't care what she says. Exactly. I just Because I just after this is over and the next big thing comes, that's where she's going to be again. Exactly. Whatever, may, whatever gets clicks, that's what she's going to do. Exactly. But I mean, here she is. She is talking about and and she made a real big comeback when she started talking about, you know, men and women's sports. But of course, that was riding on the coattails of Riley Gaines, who was doing an incredible job as an athlete herself talking about the damages that that come to female athletes and to our sport. I mean, this is what Riley Gaines has gained notoriety on, is the fact that she's like, look at what you are doing. You are sending us back, not forward. If you want your own league, get your own league. But don't, you know, crash women's sports. So she wrote on those coattails as well. So I don't trust her. I'm sorry. I'm like, again, you know, a, a clock is right twice a day. So, you know, whatever. But... This, to me, I I think America has woken up to the fact that our elections have been rigged. They have been stolen. We've got an establishment that is running the show. That's how they continue to get elected over and over again. They continue to disappoint. Look at the state of the Republican Party under Ronna McDaniel, which we were screaming, please get rid of her immediately. And now they're having to take out a loan. The whole thing is crashing. Nobody's going to give to them because they won't listen. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, the God, whole what has system. she done? Name one thing she's done 
for the cheating in the election. Name one thing, one thing she's done to register voters like Scott Presser, one thing she's done for anything besides fly around on private jets, land, take a limo to a $26,000 uh, plate uh, dinner with a bunch of elitist snobs in cities and take their money and try to, and try to get money. That's all she's, I mean, what, what is that even? That's all she's done for years. Name one person she switched vote on or any ground game she's done. She's, it's a joke. She's just, she's just, and, and what is she going to do? She, she, she's going to sabotage Trump the whole time. That's all the Republican party does. They're going to try to keep that money for their next fight for McConnell's, you know, election or for, for Lindsey Graham's election or for, you know, some of the other Susan Collins. I mean, I could go on Murkowski, what have you, because you know, that's who they're funding. That's who they are beholden to. So here you go, MAGA Republicans again. Ooh, those are the headlines from MSNBC. They rage at Ronna McDaniel over RNC failures. Well, wouldn't you? Seriously, we know where our money is going. That's why we are no longer donating to the RNC. We're donating to idiot to give to these people. They hate you. That's, why would you give money to somebody who hates you? That's right. I mean, donate to the person that you want to represent you. Donate directly to them. That's why I go straight to President Trump. Whenever I donate, I go straight to his campaign. That is exactly how I run it, because I do not trust these people to do well with my yeah, money. You, you give, yeah. You give them a hundred dollars, they're gonna give it to they. They give it to Liz Cheney. I know. They give it to Lisa Murkowski. Yeah. Can you imagine? That, nothing more infuriating than I'd that. I'd rather thing. light it on fire and just watch <laughs> it burn in the yard. That's exactly right. Than give it to any of these idiots. You got that right. I mean, seriously, the whole thing is just gone. I mean, they they don't they do not realize the damage yet. They're starting to. But do you remember when we were talking about Ronna McDaniel and we were saying? Oh my gosh, the the donor class just got out there and said that they were not going to listen to their base. They were going to run things and run things with her the way they wanted to. It was over at that point. We even said it then. We said, okay, it's over. All right, here you've got the donor class that are saying they want her. They put her in. We weren't even able to vote. They weren't even listening to who all we were proposing. They turned a blind eye and we said, okay, you don't want us? Great. Don't expect us. Don't expect our donations. Don't expect for us to vote for just because they have an R next to their name or just because they claim to be a Republican. We have wisened up to all of that. It's over. It really is. We talk about a new party. We've created a new party. Our, the old party is being destroyed, and they are very well aware of it. I'm just so glad I'm living in the time to where it's being recognized, Kat. What a wonderful time to be alive. <laughs> We're watching the whole thing just completely unravel before our eyes. And I, I love seeing it. I absolutely love seeing it. So this was some really great stuff. All right. Now, you've got Mark Zuckerberg speaking of. Oh, yeah. Oh, Is he on his booster seat? That's all I want to know. <laughs> Well, it looks Sorry, like it looks you. like. Oh, is that you? You got somebody talking. No, for some reason, my Siri in my truck. <laughs> oh, she wanted to say hello. I'm having I'm having a hard time understanding you. So. 
that's what I mean, these cyber attacks. Who knows how far down the rabbit hole we could go with all of that stuff. But yeah, I mean, this whole thing, well, obviously he's been spending his time above ground instead of in his $100 million bunker below ground because he's got a tan here and he's letting his hair grow out a little bit here. So you have Josh Hawley, who he, he pushed Mark Zuckerberg to stand up and apologize to families who have lost children to causes linked to social media sitting behind him in the hearing. Zuckerberg had to stand up and address them. This was quite a moment. All right, check it out. Have you apologized to the victims? Would you like to do so now? Well, they're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? I, I, I'm sorry for everything that you have all known for that to go through, the things that your families have, have suffered. And this is why we invested so much and are going to continue doing these streaming efforts. To, uh, to make sure that no one has to go through the types of things that your families have had to suffer. You know, okay, when he started... That, that was about as sincere as... A... <laughs> yeah, you just don't buy it at all. Uh, I mean, but look at this. Look, at, when he stands up, okay, now I hate to point this out, but this man is sitting down, and so is this man. They are sitting down in a seat, and you know, he barely makes it above them. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he usually sits on a booster sheet, like it's shown his booster sheet. <laughs> See? Oh my gosh! And when he goes there to make him look taller. Well, look at this. This man is sitting, okay. And then the man in the yellow, in the I mean, in the pink tie or red tie, is sitting as when well. When he stood up, Holly should have said, "No, I'm serious. Stand up." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, I mean, that's about, you know, he, he's a little man anyway, because think about what his only purpose has been, truly. I mean, the whole pedophilia thing on Instagram and Facebook, then, of course, they've turned, they were a monopoly. They controlled everything. They interfered. Zuckerberg interfered in our elections like nobody's business, was never held into account. And, and I think that this is a really great piece, what Wendy Patterson wrote about it. She said, do you know what is protecting Mark Zuckerberg? His 230 protections that Jim Jordan and Thomas Massey helped big tech keep. Mike Davis warned you. I warned you. Jordan supporters refused to believe us. Here are the results of those protections. You have children seeing sexual abuse on Zuckerberg's platforms and parents can't sue him because Jordan and Massey protected big tech. That's a real problem. That's, That's a real problem. They, they do. They, it, it's ridiculous. We have all these people that are above the law. Uh, big pharma. You can't sue them. You can't sue big tech. You can't do you know, it. It's ridiculous. It truly is, Kat. I mean, they are so protected. This is these are the laws that they want to have, and these are the laws. And what are they getting return? Executing what are, exactly. What, what are they getting return? Oh my God! From all that protection, they get four hundred million dollars to elect Democrats and drop boxes and this and that and and to, to ban anybody that has a um conservative account when they say one thing wrong that's the payback for all that protection it has been non-stop just an absolute shift 
as I like to call it, show. And, you know, the whole thing, when you start talking about how involved the government has been with these platforms, they have been actively coordinating. And people know this from reading the Twitter files and everything else. They have been coordinating against the American people with big government. When you look at how the DOJ and and all of the other agencies, the FBI, they're going after MAGA. They're not going after the obvious criminals who are in our government. They are protecting them. 100%. That's their job. It's to go after us, not to go after the real criminals out there that are breaking the laws. I mean, this whole thing. So you have Ted Cruz, who also destroyed him over the child sexual exploitation material. And this one is from Libs of TikTok, another fabulous account. I know you two are friends over there. And she says, um, the media only talks about the CSE on X, even though it's much a bigger problem on Instagram. They don't actually care about CSG. They are just terrified of free speech on X. Now, just so everybody knows what CSG, CSE is, it's child sexual exploitation material. So that is what this whole hearing is about. And here's Ted Cruz going and saying what he had to say today. Instagram also displayed the following warning screen to individuals who were searching for child abuse material. These results may contain images of child sexual abuse. And then you gave users two choices. Get resources or see results anyway. Mr. Zuckerberg, what the hell were you thinking? All right, Senator. Um, the, the, the basic science behind that is that when people are searching for something that is problematic, it's often helpful to, rather than just blocking it, to help direct them towards something that um, that could be helpful for getting them to get help. In, in what I also... understand, get resources. In what same oh universe is there a link for C results anyway? Well, because we might be wrong. We we try to trigger this this uh, warning, or we tried to, um, when we. Th- think that there's any chance that the results Okay, you might, might be, be wrong. Let me ask you, how many times was this warning screen displayed? I don't know, but the... But the hey, you don't know. Why don't you know? I, I, I don't know the answer to that off the top of my head. Yeah, I'm sure you don't. Let's see. Look. Okay. I just, see it anyway. Yeah. Child. <laughs> child. Exactly. Uh, I, I mean, and when you start talking about Epstein Island and you start talking about the pedophiles in our government and you start talking about all the connections, the fact that we don't have little, you know, the, the, the flight logs or, you know, the list of people that were on that island yet that no one has been criminally The FBI's prosecuted. protecting them. Exactly. And you, and you want me to want to keep the FBI? They're protecting the pedophiles at, at Epstein Island. You think I care? That's I, exactly They need to be right. disbanded. They absolutely. When you're doing stuff like that. It's just band time. The, the, they, it does not serve the American people. It serves the, it serves themselves, and it serves all these people in power against the uh, people like us. And it's time to disband them and scatter them to the wind. They they know it too, and this is why they're retaliating in the way that they are. This is why we can't talk about them, right? This is this is how it's been. We have been in the dark with this whole thing when they when they shut down everything. Because they were the people that were controlling it. 
they had this incredible relationship. They were meeting two and three and four times a week with Twitter, with Facebook, with all of these other platforms and all of them. I mean, the only one that we were able to really peek into, right, was Twitter because Elon Musk bought it. Can you imagine what the files must look like on Facebook? Can you imagine the meetings that must have taken place? My gosh, I, I can't, we, we lost our account on there, you know, really quick. Instantly. I mean, it was, <laughs> we, had, we had almost a half a million followers over there. And then poof, gone. I don't even visit it anymore. And I used to love talking to people in DMs over there, but I won't even waste my time with that platform because I know what it is all about. They absolutely have interfered in every way they can, but what they're doing to the kids is a whole nother level evil. Think about the kids they haven't even found in Hawaii yet. I mean, they are still missing. Think about the border. They don't care. My gosh. I mean, this is this is so bad. This is so it's just getting worse. The more that you you learn, the worse. Here's some child po- here's some child here's some stuff exploiting children. Ah, you see it and don't see it. See it anyway. We fixed it. I know. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It should be here's the this uh, contain this. You were not allowed to see it and it's been deleted off the platform. That's if they were serious about it. That's what you do. And his excuse was ridiculous completely we might be wrong please yeah right you know what they were the first one to zap our account when we were talking about the dangers of taking the jab i mean they they continued i was i was in time out more than i was in time in i don't think i was ever in time in i I don't think i am right now i think we announce our show over there just because it's an automatic thing but that's it and i think we've just remained completely shadow banned but that's what they do they don't want the truth to come out they want to be the ones that define the narrative you remember when hillary clinton lost the election to donald trump in an absolute landslide in 2016 they asked her what job she wanted if she could have any job going forward in in this world and she said i want to be the ceo of facebook why because she can control the narrative that's what that was all about and she couldn't run a lemonade stand, so there's that. <laughs> there's that, too. She's dumb as a box of rocks. Oh, my gosh. So then we've got the January Sixers. Another discussion that we can't talk about and another reason why we were taken off of Twitch. Yeah. Is it social media if you can't talk about what you want to talk about? Isn't that silly? It's supposed to be. I, mean, I don't know how anybody on the right still on Facebook. I have no idea. I don't either. Just delete the account. I mean, the, the, the my parents love it because they get to see their friends right i mean like that's the big deal is that oh my gosh i haven't seen this person in so long wow they just popped up but if it it, i've told them several several times my dad i'm like hey you know if you're going there for news don't listen to it because it's all propaganda that's all it is if if you got real friends you got them in your phone right Right. you don't have to go to facebook well you know when they get a little i'm not nostalgic so i don't know you know how many class reunions i've been to Zero. Well, they love to, you know, somebody they went to first grade with, you know, somebody they went to the fifth grade with. All of a sudden that name will pop up. Oh, I've been wondering what happened to so-and-so. And And that's what they do. Yeah. But, I mean, to each his own. (laughs) Yeah. You and I really aren't that way. All my friends I've had forever. So, I mean, I know what they're doing. But here you go with January 6th defendants. They have filed challenges in the U.S. Supreme Court 
to abuse of obstruction of justice law. They have already started, and I'm so glad. So you have the First Amendment of the Constitution rest in the hands of the Supreme Court, and whether the High Court of Appeal will strike down 18 U.S.C. 1512, you have Section 2, the most serious criminal charges levied against former President Trump and an ever-growing number of January 6 defenders. So 1512 criminalizes any effort to corruptly obstruct, influence, or impede any official proceeding. A conviction can re- uh, result in a prison sentence of up to 20 years. So... Last April, an appellate court issued a splintered two-to-one ruling endorsing the DOJ's unprecedented use, misuse of the statute, a law that passed under the Sarbanes-Oxley Act in 2002, outlawing evidence tampering in the aftermath of the Enron Author Anderson accounting scandal. The law has never in the United States history been used to prosecute demonstrators or rioters. So now all of a sudden you've you've got this law that's being questioned, the 1512 obstruction official proceedings appeal that is looming on the Supreme Court docket. And it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with all of that. I mean, there's going to be the trouble is you've got the DOJ. It has never used the statute before for demonstrations ever. Even those protests that have descended into skirmishes, violence, riots, arson, assault, Them don't count. death, or worse. Right. So Washington D. Sleaze was under the siege, arson, and riots in 2017 before and during Donald Trump's inauguration. If the DOJ And they has, dropped all charges, by the way. Exactly. Everybody that was arrested when they were torching uh, uh, cars and torching limos and all that, and when he was inaugurated, they all got the drop, the, the charges dropped, every one of them. Not only that, you had Kamala Harris who set up all of these go, you know, these fund accounts for anybody that was taken into custody so that they could have legal representation. Remember that? Kamala Harris was leading that charge. She she set up funds and, and was talking about, hey, you know what? If you've gotten in trouble for this, we're going to make sure that, you know, we can help you with that. And was funding that whole thing. This is why when, when people talk about President Trump having a hard time retaining lawyers and keeping lawyers, it's because this whole thing is so incestuous. It they really go after is. them. Yes. It is fully corrupt. I mean, the whole the whole thing. So now it looks like we have got ICE who has a- arrested an illegal gang, alien gang member convicted of accessory to murder in Maryland. Radical state court previously released dangerous illegal despite conviction and ignored the ICE detainer. We're seeing more and more and more about all of that. I mean, crime in my city has skyrocketed to the 10th degree. It has gotten so bad here. It really has. My friends were like, wow, I can totally tell a huge difference since our last visit here. You have a really sad, horrible situation. Trump administration official Mike Gill, who is critically ill after being shot during a carjacking 
by suspect. Yeah, quote unquote carjacking. Mm, we've heard this story before. Mm-hmm. This is by a suspect who killed another car owner. Mike Gill was shot while collecting his lawyer wife in D.C. Monday evening. The former Trump administration official remains critically ill. Suspect was shot and killed second driver before being gunned down by cops, praying for his family. It's just a horrible, horrible thing. I mean, I know it's just like another day here in the news. It's just gotten worse and worse. And then you had the beheading and everything else. And they were trying to say that it was a Trump supporter. It was not a Trump supporter. Laura Loomer did a fantastic job of clearing that up. They were going to try to point the finger, but no, because his father was a federal employee. That was not the case. He was, you know, absolutely against Biden, but he was absolutely against Trump, too. They looked at his social media pages. You know who else is in hot water? And I'm loving this one. But, you know, timing it sometimes can be an interesting situation. You've got the top Trump prosecutor, Nathan Wade, who settled his divorce case on the eve of hearing to avoid testimony on improper relationship with Fannie Willis. His ex-wife must be happy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They had to settle. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the settlement went (laughs) 80-20. They had to settle. Got him over the barrel now. Absolutely, Kat. I mean, this is huge. This is telling. So he had to settle his divorce case immediately so that he wouldn't testify because they knew it would hurt them both oh yeah and that's going to hurt the trump case because there's there's slime balls 100 percent. but they is total corrupt to the core oh gosh i mean the whole thing is just breaking loose and they were able to really keep it for a long time but now all of this is coming out of course, there is an audio of a whistleblower privately warning Fannie Willis in 2021 that her top aide was trying to misuse federal funds. And Willis didn't even try to deny it. Listen to this recording. And she fires the whistleblower. Once I told him about his respectfully and in an email about his lack of leadership and the fact that he wanted to do things with grants that were impossible. And I kept telling him like, we can't do that and questioning stuff. He would take me off projects, tell people I wasn't doing what I was supposed to because I questioned him because I understood. I helped write that grant. I knew what was in that grant. He told everybody in front of Crystal, Deontay, everybody, we're going to get MacBooks. We're going to do that. We're going to get swag. We're going to use it for travel. I said, you cannot do that. It's a very, very specific grant. Took me off. I questioned Junior DA. There's kids in there from out of the the um the county. All this took me off Junior DA. I didn't not want to do it. He made it look as if I wasn't doing what I needed to do because I questioned him because so, I knew for a fact Mr. Cuffey respectfully did not know what he was doing. So, period. So I respect that is your assessment. Um, it was clear to me that you and Mr. Cuffey were not getting along. And I'm not saying that your assessment is wrong. I want you to really listen to the words I'm saying. 
puffy, and this is my personal opinion to one woman to another, is dangerous to your administration. He tells people, when I reached out to you, he told me, oh, um, you think your word is safe? Um, exactly when you reached out to Miss uh, Willis, she called me and told me. She told me everything. So once you reach out to her, she's going to reach up back out to me. So I didn't even go to HR. Okay, and he put Dexter's something? name on my PDP, and I didn't even feel safe going to anybody. Can I tell you something? Mm -hmm. I have three supervisors that have failed in this building. What's interesting to me, because I'm in a learning curve too, they each pretend to have a relationship with me that they do not have. I guess that's an intimidation tactic. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry that you felt that way, but you, Dexter certainly don't have no relationship with uh, right. Michael Cuffey. You were safe to go those places. Goodness sakes. I mean, yeah, and then she fired that, she fired that girl. I know it. She Maybe. fired a whistleblower, not, not the scumbag. Exactly. Because scumbags have to protect scumbags because why? They're all in bed together. Every single last one of them. <laughs> Hey, remember that uh, um, I, did, I waited to the end of the show so nobody rush off the podcast, but remember when James, uh, James O'Keefe set up that big thing that he was dropping today? That's a huge deal. Yeah, so he dropped it. Oh, my goodness sakes. And I got he's it on worried my page. I mean, kind of life. The, yeah. He is absolutely, completely worried about his life. I mean, he, he was basically saying, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm okay. I'm at peace with this. And that is a frightening situation. I read that yesterday, and, and you know the people that helped me on the show were like, hey, guess what we're going to do? We're going to watch that until it does drop. And I just saw it drop on, on here, too. Of course, they drop it right on our show. You know, they're going to do it when our show starts. It's like 10 minutes after our show started, they wow. dropped it. I was like, damn. Okay, so here it is. You can read what he says about it. Not The video is 13 minutes long. We don't have time to play it. We only got three minutes left, but. Well, here it is. Okay, so breaking video. Top White House cyber official tells O'Keefe in disguise they can't say it publicly. The White House wants to replace Kamala Harris and confirms resident, as I like to call him, Joe Biden, mental decline. Biden is definitely slowing down. That's a quote. I'm just telling you what I've heard. They're really concerned about it. I think they need to get rid of him or her, end of quote. But no one in modern history has ever said, like, quote, uh, we're not going to re-nominate the president for a second term. So Charlie Crager, a cybersecurity policy analyst and foreign affairs desk officer in the executive office at the White House, tells O'Keefe, I had a meeting with Michelle Obama. Someone asked her, will you ever run for office? She said no, emphatically. She was like, I've seen all this my husband has had to go through, and that doesn't interest me. VP Kamala Harris hemorrhages black staff. She can't keep black staff. They quit on her in mass. She will be the vice president nominee. There was a debate about removing her from the ticket, but sadly they didn't. She's not popular. But you can't remove the first black lady to be vice president from the GD presidential ticket. That, like, what kind of message are you going to send to African-American voters? People would be like, what the F? So, like, she's a woman and she's multiracial. And then there's more. So, okay, so Michelle. Well, what did I tell you, everybody? Everybody, Michelle's going to be in there. I said, she, she, 
she the last thing she wants to go back to she loved the parties and partying with uh, beyonce the party life but she hated it up there she hates this country she don't want to be no, nowhere near there again i've been saying that and i'm i've been the odd person on the island all by myself saying that and it proves it michael is out o-u-t so that's what I try to tell everybody. Us. Nobody listened. Well, you but know, no, they're going to go Michelle. I, I said, they definitely want her, but she, she hates it up there. I mean, all this for a flag. I mean, you remember that? Yeah, comment. she hates she it. She hates the United States. She hates yeah. Washington, D.C. She hates the White House. And uh, they're on easy street now, right? They're worth 50, 100, oh, 200 million dollars living in mansions, flying around the world. Oh, absolutely. Um, partying. And that's what she wants to do. This is the good life. Absolutely. So, yeah, Michael is out. You got, you know, move on. All right, real quick, uh, two more big stories I want to just let everybody know because this is good stuff. Dim-led Portland declares state of emergency over fentanyl crisis. Imagine that. Oregon governor wades into turmoil three years after woke city decriminalized drugs that has caused economic and reputational harm so state and local leaders have come together to declare a state of emergency in portland over the the city's fentanyl crisis addicts who interact with the first responders over the next 90 days will be connected to resources including drug treatment program since decriminalizing possession of all drugs people are demanding leaders fight open-air drug markets and that resurfaced and fueled a homelessness crisis it's exactly what you're seeing in LA. Same thing. Just but now all of a sudden it's an emergency. They have declared an emergency yeah. based on their own doing. This yeah. is what blue states They did, did it. Yeah. And then of course the House has approved articles of impeachment against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over claims he broke the law by failing to detain migrants before deciding whether to grant them asylum. There you have it, folks. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if they can only lose three votes, and we'll see. Because they never, they never are together. They're just somebody. So Shake and Bacon will probably be the one that you know. Kevin, well, <laughs> well no, Ken Buck's gonna vote against it because he votes against anything. Because he's retired, he votes against anything they propose. Everything. Everything. There's one. Yep. Yep. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this whole thing shakes out. But I'll tell you one thing. There are a lot of Republicans who are very nervous about keeping their seats because we have been paying attention. So anyway, on that note, everyone, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye. (laughs) You be safe. Be kind to one another. And we will see you tomorrow at three. Bye.